From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Thursday, August 18th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. The U.S. demands that Syria's President Bashar al-Assad leave office. Secretary of State Clinton says the moment is now. For the sake of the Syrian people, the time has come for him to set, step aside and leave this transition to the Syrians themselves. Also, Bahraini dissidents beam the news in from London, and improv artists in India envy their U.S. counterparts. We're unable to imagine that there are people out there and there's a whole country out there actually specializing in improv. The news is on the way. BBC News with Marianne Marshall. The United States, Britain, France and Germany have demanded that President Bashar al-Assad of Syria leave office following the violent suppression of street protests against his leadership. It's the first explicit call from the US and its allies for Mr Assad to step down, although Washington had previously said Syria would be better off without him. From the American capital, here's Jane O'Brien. The statement from the White House says the United States has been inspired by the Syrian people's pursuit of a peaceful transition to democracy. It emphasises the brutality of the government's crackdown on dissidents, which President Obama says he strongly condemns. That has been said before, but at the end of the statement comes the critical words that many say have been too long in coming. For the sake of the Syrian people, it says, the time has come for President Assad to step aside. The Israeli government says it will respond with full force to attacks by gunmen in southern Israel that killed at least seven people. Israel's defence minister, Ehud Barak, said there'd already been one airstrike on the Gaza Strip, where, he said, those responsible for the attacks were based. At least six Palestinians were killed. With more on the attacks inside Israel, here's Jeremy Bowen. The attacks started at midday and over the next hour or so hit three locations. A bus was attacked, a private car and an army patrol. According to the Israeli army, the gunmen were well-armed, three of them also wearing explosive vests. Israel said it had evidence the gunmen came from Gaza. They launched an airstrike on the Gaza town of Rafa a little later. It's likely the gunmen crossed over the border from Egypt's Sinai Desert, which also has a border with Rafa. Since the Egyptian revolution, Sinai has become increasingly lawless. Share prices in Europe and the United States have again fallen sharply. When European trading closed, shares were down in London, Frankfurt and Paris. The main index in the US was also down by 5% at one stage, affected by the publication of poor economic data. Here's our economics correspondent, Andrew Walker. There is a fundamental reason behind these sharp falls, fears that have grown over recent weeks that there might be another global economic downturn. There are also several more immediate factors, notably some weak economic data from the United States. In Europe, bank shares have been especially hit, with concerns about how well they'd survive a further weakening of the economy. The response of European governments to the debt crisis in the Eurozone is also widely seen as inadequate, and that continues to undermine financial markets. The English Premier League football champions Manchester United had to sell off a significant stake in their club to help pay off debts. The BBC has learned that the club will file an application with the Singapore Stock Exchange for a public listing. A source close to the club says they hope to raise as much as $1 billion by the end of the year to fund further business in Asia. World News from the BBC. 
About 20,000 mourners have attended a memorial service for three men killed during the outbreak of rioting and looting in England last week. The men were hit by a car as they tried to protect shops and homes from looters. Libyan rebel forces have taken control of an oil refinery just outside the town of Zawiya, less than 50 kilometres from the capital, Tripoli. It has the only functioning refinery in the west of the country. Journalists in the town say the rebels drove Colonel Gaddafi's forces out of the area in a five-hour battle on Wednesday. Our correspondent, Rupert